the All Love Always Period podcast, transforming the consciousness in our lives and the planet by opening our eyes, ears, mind, and heart to the energy and vibration of love, where we love out loud, wear our hearts, share the message, and spread the love. You are love and you are loved. Just a little motivation. There are so many feelings that we've all experienced over the past year and a half as a collective. So we're all in it together. I know we've heard that before. A lot of people don't believe it. But we're in it together feeling the same things, whether we agree on what we're feeling or not. And one of the abiding feelings I know is the sense of uncertainty, not knowing for sure what is next. So our lives have been shaken up and shifted, to say the least, which has made a lot of us uncertain of what is on the horizon. When will we go back to the office full time? What is that going to require of me? How long will we be wearing masks? How long will we be fighting about masks? When will all of this be over? And it, it really is completely natural to not have all of the answers. So one thing I do know for sure is that we all have to let go of knowing, of having complete control and being able to ready ourselves to navigate waves of change as they come. But how do we do that? Anxiety comes when we live in the unpredictable nuances of the future, all the what ifs. You know, I remember when I was on trial back in 1998 for disparaging a burger and had to sit in a courtroom for six weeks in Amarillo. Thank you very much. And in the beginning of that trial, I had so much anxiety. Learning to stay focused on just that day and not the multiple days ahead is what actually kept me sane. So I think we all must practice becoming more comfortable stepping into the unknown. And when those uncertain, overwhelmed feelings creep in, you need to make an effort to stay in the present moment and just be still and breathe and say to yourself, I am here now and right now everything is okay. All is well, all will be well, and there's nothing I cannot handle. So take some time to be quiet enough to listen to your internal GPS, your truer self, and let the clamor of the world dissipate. Listen to the whispers, as I like to say, and then let that guide you. Sometimes just the fear of uncertainty can stop us from taking the next step toward a breakthrough, but we cannot let uncertainty just fester and morph then into doubt, doubt that your fortitude, that your determination, that your values won't have your back as you navigate whatever is coming next. Now, they've been there for you in the past, they're there for you now, and they will be by your side as time goes on. So look at where you come from, how far you journey to get to the you that you are now. And you're still adapting, evolving to an ever better version of yourself. Hopefully, that's what we're all trying to do. Who you are and what you believe in can remain steadfast and rooted enough to take on uncertainty. 
There is so much going on in the world right now. Mass mandates are changing all over the country as vaccination rates are going up. Travel is coming back. A return to working in the office may be in the foreseeable future for a lot of you. And as we look to this next chapter, after such a long and challenging stretch, I think it's time for us all to think about refreshing ourselves in a way that allows us to keep what matters most, turn over what we're ready to let go of, and make room for the new in our world, in our lives. So I don't know about you all, but I am forever changed by all of these months away from the bustle of the world. And I will forevermore carefully choose what has to have my attention and what does not, because I've learned a lot of things do not. So when we hit that little refresh button on our computers or phones, it updates everything so quickly and just like that, so simple. Sometimes it's even automated, so there's not even any think of it, thinking about it. A refresh, though, in real life, as we know, takes effort, it takes time, it takes patience. So be kind to yourself during these days. Check in, be still until you can hear and feel the answers you need for moving forward. And always feel blessed that we survived a pandemic and we have another chance to get things right in our daily lives. I would say that the best way to begin to figure out who you are really meant to be is to ask the universe, God, that question. God, how can I be used in service to myself first? And how can I then use that service to serve the world? Use your life to serve the world and you will find that it also serves you. One of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking that they have to get paid a lot of money or even get paid at all for their calling. You are here to honor your calling, whether you're paid for it or not. If you can get paid for it, that makes life exponentially better. But if you are not paid for it, that is also really just fine because honoring the calling feeds everything else you do in your life. Letting go of energy that's clouding your vision and holding you back. It's a life practice that I learned long ago that has freed me whew, so many ways. It's a fact that holding grudges against somebody who's done you wrong or replaying, revisiting hurtful situations in your head over and over only weighs you down and prevents you from being who you're meant to be right now because you're still energetically holding on to the past. The energy that you put into constantly rewinding to the resentment, why did they do that? Why did they say that to me? I didn't deserve to be treated that way. All of that only keeps you stuck. It will never change what happened. You gotta press stop and reject the urge to keep replaying so that you can then fast forward into the now for yourself. You know, a lot of people think that holding on to things that disempowered them is going to somehow magically turn it around. Mm -mm. As I said in my message a couple of weeks ago about forgiveness, you have to release the notion, give up the hope that the past could have been any different. And you also must release the idea that people would do what you might do in any given instance. 
This is a big one. I had to learn and relearn before I actually got it. Expecting people to do what you would do in a situation only leads to your disappointment. Not theirs. They're going on with their life. So let people be who they are and either you accept it or you don't. Not doing that keeps you stuck in a circumstance that actually costs you time, costs you energy. And I can guarantee that oftentimes the person on the other side of the bitterness you're holding on to, they're not even thinking about you. In fact, they probably have just moved on. They certainly aren't obsessing the way you are. Think of it like letting go of any bad habit that just doesn't serve your well-being. Not an easy task. Taking the road to a more enlightened, healthy existence never is. So this is what I want to ask you to ask yourself. Why am I holding on to this? How is this serving me? And really think about the answer. Maybe it makes you feel validated. Maybe it makes you feel righteous. Or maybe taking on the pain is your way of recognizing the injustice so that even though it won't be made right, it can at least not be forgotten. Then I ask you, again, ask yourself, do you want to be right or do you want peace? This was huge for me. The unfortunate fact is that having both may not be possible. And also you may never get your moment of righteousness, so why wait for it? Choose peace. What I know for sure is that in this world, time is a moving on and it's our most valuable commodity. You can never get it back. So staying in that loop, playing it over and over in your head of hurt only amplifies your pain. Let it go. Exhale, make room in your heart for something that is uplifting. Surround yourself with people who want the best for you. You have the ability to shift the DNA of your spirit and control how you perceive life. So why not lighten your load and let it go? Knowing when you know better, you do better. We're ready to move on to what I think is another powerful lesson that I started to get when I was a really young girl, having been raised by my grandmother and then at six years old being separated from my grandmother being moved to Milwaukee and suddenly in a foreign environment for myself. I remember walking into that new space and recognizing that in many ways I was alone, which is a terrible feeling if you're six years old, but I have always had the deep understanding for myself that if anything was going to move forward in my life, that I was going to have to be responsible for making that happen. And I know that to be true now and can articulate it as you are responsible for your life. And if you're sitting around waiting on somebody to save you, to fix you, to even help you, you are wasting your time because only you have the power to take responsibility to move your life forward. And the sooner you get that, the sooner your life gets into gear. This is what I know from doing 25 years and thousands and thousands of interviews on The Oprah Show. It does not matter where you come from. I have seen people come out of the desert, walk across the desert, being born in the most dire of circumstances. Doesn't matter what your mama did, whether she did or had a PhD or no D, what matters is now, this moment, and your willingness 
to see this moment for what it is, accept it, forgive the past, take responsibility, and move forward. Spread love, spread love, spread love. Spread love, spread love, spread love. Spread love, spread love, spread love. We gon' try to spread some love, ain't nobody got to know.